Welcome back to season two of the Ivy League Prep Academy podcast, equipping you to successfully pursue the college of your dreams. We believe everyone deserves to reach their full potential and the admissions process shouldn't hold you back. Hey, really quickly, let me just tell you that this is part two in a two-part series with Neka, my teacher from Harvard. She did a fantastic job explaining her experience doing her undergraduate work at Princeton, her graduate school at Columbia, and then her work teaching at Harvard and as a fellow at Harvard. She also contrasted the experiences of some of her friends and siblings who attended Harvard and Columbia as undergrads. That's all in part one. I highly recommend you go back and listen to it if you haven't heard it yet. And here in part two, get ready for her own expert advice around how to be more productive and be more effective with your impact projects that are journalism-based. This is amazing, and we'll jump right in to part two here. Hello and welcome back. I am super excited for our guest today. We have Neka Faison. She is the executive producer of Chronicles on WCVB-TV, the ABC station in Boston. So Chronicle is the longest-running locally produced news magazine show in the country. Think CBS Sunday Morning, but focused on New England. And recently, NACA was named one of Boston Business Journal's 40 Under 40. Now, there are a few classes at Harvard that are impossible to get into. This might feel like a bit of a jump until you realize that NACA's class, her journalism and her podcasting classes, are two of these absolutely impossible to get into classes until you're at the end of your degree because Harvard staggers their registration so that you get to register early the later on you are towards your degree. And I waited up you know, the night of registration to make sure that I could get into this class. And sure enough, on the first day of class, half the class when we did our introductions talked about how they had tried multiple times to get into this journalism class before. And today we have the teacher on with us. This is Neka Faison. Uh, not only did she does she teach at Harvard uh, and is a very, very popular teacher there, she also got her fellowship at Harvard. She has studied at Harvard. She got her degree, her advanced degrees from Columbia, and she got her bachelor's degree from Princeton University. And so thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thank you. No problem. So some of the... Uh, some of the students that I work with want to share or want to make their impact through education, through creating uh, video blogs or creating podcasts or communicating in a meaningful way with a real audience. And of course, uh, I took a journalism class from you, and I know you have another one that's extremely popular at Harvard. And perhaps we can just spend a few minutes talking about uh, a, a student, a middle school or high school student that has ambitions to share their story or to uh, aggregate and to share multiple stories, to interview people and get stories out in the world. And so what advice would you give to a young student who wants to begin either a podcast or a vlog or a blog or their own newspaper? It sounds like you started your own newspaper. What advice would you give to a young student wanting to do something like that? Are you finding that, what, what, I guess, what types of, for example, podcasts are you finding the students are starting? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Anything and everything. So if there's a student who really gets into Model United Nations, for example, then they're going to be, uh, they might 
share their own thoughts or interview um, other students around social issues or around bigger kind of climate change and racism and uh, injustice in, in all its you know, nasty forms around the world. So big issues that, that they want to talk about. I have a student who uh, is saddened by the misunderstanding of theism and religion in general and its role in shaping humanity and uh, and talks about what we're missing by by not taking them as seriously as we should be. Um, I have another who uh, who has a, a brother with autism and uh, wants to teach. Uh, this is not a, a podcast. This is a, a video series, but wants to teach STEM, some of the cool things in the STEM classes to young kids age seven, eight, and nine with autism, because that's the age group that uh, he started working with with his brother. Anyway, the the spectrum is wide and uh, expanding, and different students. I, I have one who is excited about starting a podcast around fitness and fitness for students. A lot of students want to do things around mental health and improving their lives in, in some way or the lives of, of teenagers in some way. Um, yeah, the, the list goes on and on. So the the issues that are important to young people I think are, are wide and, and expanding, like I said. Yeah, I think that I was going to say just that thinking of a subject matter, I think too many people just have random podcasts, for example, that are, I'm just focusing on that medium for now. Um, uh-huh. They're just rambly, but without focus, right? Just, oh, let me just talk to this person. Let me talk to this person. You have to give people kind of a why they're listening. But also I think mm-hmm. it's important to find good characters and stories. So yes, I think at first you're just going to reach out to your friends and acquaintances that you can get on your podcast or your blog or whatever. But beyond that, try to find people that are representative of a larger, whatever larger issue you're covering, autism, religion, um, what have you. And my other piece of advice would be to be consistent because with media, it's so hard to break in, so hard to get attention. It's so hard for people to get followers or people to, you know, become loyal to you. But if you believe in it and you are excited by what you're doing, be consistent and people will find it eventually. I love it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it is that, uh, that stone cutters mantra, right? That you hit the stone a hundred times and the hundred and first time the stone breaks in half. And it's not the hundred and first time, it's not that hit that broke the stone. It's the hundred that came before it, that right. cumulative effort. And over time, you you begin to make a difference and then it cracks and suddenly it pops, right? And uh, But without that consistent effort, when you're not seeing any results, uh, it doesn't, doesn't break. <laughs> Nothing pops. It's, hard. it's really hard to keep going, you know? It's, Absolutely. It's anything in life, exercise, losing weight, whatever, it's all hard. Not everybody tries, not everybody does it, not everyone's consistent. So hopefully if you are, yours be different. Absolutely. And you mentioned finding really good characters and telling good stories. Um, Maybe one last piece of advice around how to find or how to tell the right story. How do you find the right characters and how do you tell the right stories? One thing I always say to 
students at least, is that people connect to people. So while it might be easy to lean in to talking to someone who sent you a press release or a doctor or teacher or lawyer or whatever, you know, that's, those people are going to give you, yes, your expert opinion and advice and expert perspective, but people really want to hear from the people on the ground. Think about the election we just had in the United States. Every story was about voters and what voters were thinking and how voters were Mm -hmm. feeling that day, what it was like for them waiting in lines and all that stuff. And the press conferences, which many of us probably thought were boring, were from the officials of the election bureau talking about counting and numbers. and That's their job, right? You want to hear from human beings. So I would say try to interview people who have no stake in in you interviewing them or not. You know, if um, a public health official or business or something, they have a stake in it. They need to get some sort of message out there. Find someone who has nothing to win or lose or gain from being interviewed or being included. Because then you'll get a more authentic story from them. And then pull the human elements out. How How does this event affect them? How does this affect their families, their emotions, that sort of thing? Yeah, because... Even if you're from different countries, different religions, different whatever, human being, the human experience really is the same, right? If you, I heard this woman, I heard this podcast about a woman who's getting evicted during the pandemic mm. and was talking about how she's just been trying so hard to keep her apartment and her house for her kids because she just wants them to have a comfortable, just somewhere comfortable and safe to live. What parent doesn't want that? I think sometimes, right. and I'm not, and I really felt for her because I think sometimes people look at poor people, for example, and say, oh, they're not trying. They don't want their kids to have a healthy, safe environment. Of course they do. They're Mm. the best they can given their circumstances. I connected to that woman's story because I've been trying throughout the pandemic to make my home comfortable for my kids in the ways that I can. I think that feeling of I want to give my kids whatever I can, the best that I can, that's universal, right? So even if that woman is from... I forget what city she was from, but she's from a city, urban area, low income, lost her job. But that feeling of what a parent will do to keep their kids happy, healthy, and safe, that's universal, right? So that's why that story would connect to so many different people. So just find the stories that you can always get that those basic human desires and elements and motivations from anybody. And then we can all kind of connect to it. That anyone that drops in and listens to your podcast or reads your blog or watches your video would be able to connect on some level. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. There (laughs) you have it. From a professional uh, doing the work and teaching the class uh, at at Harvard, how to get a good story, how to um, ask the right questions and pull out the right emotions and, and help people connect. Uh, when it's all said and done, this is all about connecting and and finding ways where we're all similar and and how much how much we impact each other, how much we can connect with each other as long as the story gets across. Right. Absolutely beautiful. Well, one last thing, if if uh, you could, any meaningful uh, uh, advice that you could give to maybe a seventh or eighth grade girl who listens to this podcast and is just inspired by you in awe of what you've done maybe wants to walk that same path, what advice would you give to your 13-year-old self? Uh, gosh. What would it be? <laughs> no pressure. 
Uh, I guess I would say don't only don't only be driven by getting good grades. It's also important to learn about what you're doing. I spent I did spend a lot of my life being concerned with getting A's, and I find I have students who not so much the grad students, but I have undergrads who will try to nickel and dime a point or two here. And I'll always say to them, do you care about the grade or do you care about learning? There are some students I don't hear from all semester. And then I hear from them only when they have a grade they don't get. <laughs> like, when it's time oh, to negotiate. Yeah. And then I say, hello, I you literally never talked to me. So why? <laughs> <laughs> You're so impassioned about one or two points, but do you actually care about learning or do you actually care about getting a good grade? And you have to remember that because admissions people can tell that. Your teachers can tell. I, I'm, I'm surprised by how much I can tell about students. Um, you know, and I think, oh my God, what do my teachers know about me? It's not just about being the loudest person in class or saying the most, or it's about just really enjoying the process of learning. You just get to spend the next few years of your life just learning and that you don't have to learn and work or learn and take care of kids. You know, you just get to learn and that's really a privilege. So focus on learning, not just learning. honor it, appreciate it, yeah, live it, love it. If you actually enjoy what you're doing, it'll all come just like success. If you enjoy what you're doing, it'll come. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us, sharing your experience and your wisdom with us. We are certainly blessed by having heard your voice and, and heard your story. Thank you for sharing it. Sure, no problem. Music for this episode came from We Are Here by Declare P. I'm Steve Gardner. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with a friend. Thanks for listening.